Warbloggle podcast. This is Warbloggle, and I believe this is what my ninth ever podcast, official podcast, not counting the Bloggle spots, which apparently people like, but I can't make myself do anymore, mainly because I don't ride home from work every day and can't rant into my phone. Uh, but maybe one day. Uh, but yeah, just check. This is the ninth podcast, um, starting all the way back in 2013. So it's been quite a while i got to a point where i was doing one of these a year um but i'm gonna one of my new year's resolutions this year was to bring it back do one at least once a week hey and it's the third or fourth week of january so i'm already off to a good start um if you remember some of the past guests we've had on the war blogger podcast cody burns before he came back when he was just a ga and then auburn put the kibosh on that um holly rowe from ESPN, Tammy from Fine Bomb, Pat Dye, which I recorded the Thanksgiving morning at 8 o'clock in the morning, two days before the kick six, which was awesome. Uh, and then the last few, the last two or three podcasts have been the old AL.com podcast where, you know, we did That's a W and all that kind of stuff and the Iron Bowl podcast. So today's, this week's guest, I guess should, I should say, is. A guy that I kind of ran across on Twitter um, and in the barn, which, as none of you know, is the forum on warblogo.com. Uh, and he has been quite active over there. His name is Auburn Einstein. So far, he hasn't seemed that dumb. So I'll give him the Einstein part. Uh, but here he is, Auburn Einstein. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. You sound like it. Uh, if you could, <laughs> just for the for the the people who are you, you've gotten a, a decent little following on on Twitter, I would say. I don't mean decent little, like I'm this this guy up here with a big following or anything, but you've gotten a good following for the time that you've been on Twitter as Albert Einstein. Um, just for the people who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself, I guess. Uh, I'm currently serving time in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's, it's okay, I suppose. Um, you know, I hear on Twitter all the time how bad Alabama fans are, but just think it's the same sense of delusion without the national championships. Yeah. And, and almost the same color. And I guess they're kind of like Georgia over there. Like I've said many times, yeah. Georgia fans are worse than Alabama fans. I will easily and readily admit that. I don't know if Arkansas fans meet that level, but they both have the distinction of just not having an in-state rival to shut them up every once in a while. So, you know, Georgia has Georgia Tech, and they have us, I guess. But most of the time, they rule the state of Georgia, where Arkansas fans probably rule the state of Arkansas most of the time. So they just don't have that to shut them up. So their delusion, their stupidity gets really loud and really – uh, violent at sometimes, um, so yeah. So yeah. it's 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 beautiful because you know it's it's surprising to these fans that they will lose four or more games every season, and it's just a shock to them. Well, I mean, it, Arkansas that that area. I mean, it's the kind of when I think of Arkansas, I think of Texas. I don't. I know. I don't. They're not touching, but they're close. Texas, Ar- uh, Oklahoma, all those teams. That area of the world does have some decent recruiting. I mean, that there—that's kind of old 
college football teams. Oklahoma's, you know, obviously always up there. Texas has been up and down, but they should be good, I, I would think. Um, well, that was that's probably what led to Burt being fired was he refused to recruit Texas. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you look at he he refused to recruit Texas and Louisiana, and look what Dan Mullen was able to do with everyone LSU didn't want. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. I like how you call him Burt. Which is how I mean I have forgotten that his name is Brett. Honestly, I have said Bert so many times. I'm surprised when I see Brett on on TV. So, all right. So today is Monday. It's Monday night as we're recording this um, Auburn basketball. Let's get into basketball. Auburn basketball has just off the big big win over LSU. I was lucky enough to snag one ticket with a buddy, and uh, I mean that that was probably the loudest I've heard Auburn Arena ever. And I've been to quite a few games at Auburn Arena and went to tons at, a, at a Beard Eves Memorial Coliseum. And the first five minutes of that game, Auburn could not miss a shot. And with every one of them, it was, it was like that thing of, oh, my gosh, are, are they going to continue to make these shots? You know, that, that bewilderment that we're continuing to just – because you don't expect every three-pointer to go in, but every three-pointer went in for five minutes. Right, stop – Stoff could not miss. He I mean, threw up some stuff that I was like, what are you doing with that? I know, I know. And, and that's, Bottom of the net. This, with the way he's played recently, yes, he played pretty good against Georgia. But, you know, the way he played against Alabama, that was probably the worst game he's played at Auburn. Um, he's just been struggling. And, and Bruce has said many times, it's almost, he's not really, it's not like he, his shot is gone. It's just that he's thinking so much about sharing the ball rather than passing the ball. I mean, rather than shooting the ball, which is a good thing, I guess. I mean, you don't want a, a ball hog, but if you're that good, you kind of need to be a ball hog every once in a while. Um, so in a way it's good that he's not just wanting to take every shot. But as we saw, at least in the first five minutes, um, he kind of, when, when you're that hot, you need to do it. So. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. If you're going to be that centerpiece of the team, you have to have that sort of assassin's mentality and, it was nice to see him do that with LSU. Yeah, I mean, it, I've gotten in this in my brain that he's he's a point guard. I don't know why I've thought that. Like, he wants to be the one bringing the ball down and dishing it, and, and he'll shoot every once in a while. But he's really – I mean, he's not a point guard, obviously. But he's really a Chris Porter type to me. He has got that – and this year he's really shown it with all the dunks. The dunk he had against Georgia, the alley-oops he's had. I mean, for a few games, that was the only points he scored for dunks when he was kind of in his little slump, I guess you could say. Um, he's just – he's showing that he's a shooter, but he can also drive and just, you know, embarrass somebody. Um, but kind of – It's been it's been fun to watch, but my I, – I, he's making a push now, but so far this season's MVP to me has been Anthony McLemore. Oh, yeah. Um, watching, watching Auburn last year, it was, okay, need to have a presence inside, need to have a three ball, and you need to get, um, you know – be able to hit some free throws and he's really done all that by himself yeah averaging I mean, six blocks a game yeah that's that's the the big thing is the, is just him blocking I mean he his I can't remember the number they showed it during the game Saturday but he has more blocks than like dozens of teams as a whole oh, yeah I mean it's crazy. And he's not even that big right yeah I mean I know from my days when I was playing in uh, seventh grade that it's all not how tall you are. It's how it's how mean you want to be when you're blocking the ball. No, I'm just kidding. But oh yeah, uh, well it's 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 about timing. There's a 
seven footer for Kansas a couple of years ago named Christian Moody. Mm-hmm. And he had a, uh, he grew up in like California and had a background in volleyball. And so he was just a force because he would just time it like he was blocking it in volleyball. And I think they made it to the championship his senior year, but and a lot you know, he's just is. timing it really well. You don't have to be the biggest person. Right. And, and a lot of it is just if they, if you've got, the guy from LSU, I can't remember his name. He looked three or four inches taller than Macklemore. So he's thinking, hey, I've got this. I'm just going to, you know, go up. He's not expecting somebody shorter than him to come up and block it. So a lot of it's probably a little bit of the element of surprise. Um, but, he, I mean, even his three-point shooting, you know, I'm still like I, – I watch a lot of basketball. I, lo- I watch a lot of Auburn basketball. Um, but – I'm still like this. I feel like an idiot now because I, I think, you know, if you're over six, eight, you should never leave the paint. You should be down there and just lay it up and whatever. But now we've gotten to this, and, and I say act like this is happening right now. It's It's been over the last two decades. But taller guys can hit threes now. I don't know. I mean, it's like he's, a, as a three-point shooter, he's he's taller than the little point guards and, and all of those that, that stay outside and shoot threes. But that's another part of his game that has just been surprising. It, it, it's like his blocking. They don't expect him to shoot the three, so he does. He's pretty wide open when he gets to. Um, yeah, he's he has been probably my favorite player for the last two years, uh, just because he is well-rounded, versatile. He he seems kind of grounded as well. He's never really, you know, he, he, none of this team really seems cocky, uh, but. He he's definitely not one of those that that would be thumping his chest. He you can definitely see he's, uh, you know, like I said, grounded and just wants to get the job done. Yeah, it's not the first time Bruce Pearl's had someone like this. When he was at Tennessee, he had uh, Wayne Chisholm, yeah, six nine, and he he shot the three, you know, and that's they went to the Elite Eight that year. Yeah, I remember watching them beat Auburn. In the old, well, it's still there, but the old Foy Student Union when I was at Auburn. Um, that, that's <laughs> to it, Bruce. I think this year, or at least maybe the end of last year, I still looked at Bruce as the Tennessee coach. It, the way he talked about Auburn, and it wasn't a bad thing. He was still, he would say, he would call it Auburn. He wouldn't say us. I mean, not. I mean, maybe he did, but it, I just kind of got this. This he would kind of talk about us as if he was still a commentator at ESPN. Like, he would talk about our stats as Auburn stats is like that team over there, and that's their stats. And that's I'm not saying anything bad about him. It's just I feel like this year I've finally gotten the Tennessee off of him, and he is 100% <laughs> Auburn's coach. I don't know. So takes a few years to get the Tennessee off of you, though. <laughs> the, the stank. Um, so as something very, you know, foreign to Auburn fans, or for a long time at least, since since I was in college and I'm 35 years old now, uh, this new thing on Monday we get to look at rankings and care about them, and argue about them and think about them. That's something that I mean I I wake up every Monday morning now and I'm like yes 11 o'clock we get to see some rankings we get to see where Auburn is, uh, and you and I today uh, Monday as we recorded this kind of I I think we 100% agree on our on our our thoughts of Auburn's ranking. Uh, for those that don't know, Auburn moved up to 11 in the AP poll, 13 in the coaches poll. They were in night. They were number 19 in both polls last week, um, which was wrong. But, you know, if you look at Auburn's RPI, if you look at their Ken Palm, which is just another metric, 
Ken Pomeroy has his metric. Uh, if you look at the strength of schedule, which a lot of people bashed Auburn for in the non-conference, which you can't really help that UConn sucks right now when you scheduled them four years ago and they were winning the national championship. But either way, you look at their strength of schedule, their Ken Palm, their RPI, the seedings that, that these – bracketologists that are known for getting every 60 all 64 teams right almost every year you look at all those things Auburn is number five in RPI they're number eight in the Ken Palm which Ken Palm has kind of hated Auburn for most of the year mainly because they're non-conference schedule you look at those numbers their strength of schedule is number 40 right now which is not terrible at all there's 317 or 19 teams in in NCAA basketball you look at those you think Auburn's a top 10 Five, somewhere between probably 7 and 10, I would say. But Auburn comes in at 11. It, it, that doesn't sound like a, a big deal. Um, last week, I think, okay, if you go back two weeks ago, they were 17. Then they lost to Alabama, beat Georgia, and dropped, to, dropped two spots to number 19. Keep in mind that was Auburn's second loss out of 19 games or whatever it was. And, that, and, the, and it was – it was by far their worst game of the season. Easily. And on the no, road. No one could make anything. Right. No, I mean, that. like I said, that was Mustafa's worst game. It, it was just – and still, if we made our free throws, we would have won the game, which that's a – Auburn leads the SEC right. in free throws. And just that game, everything was off. So, I mean, you look at that, you're going to have a bad game. It was on the road. It was a rivalry game. Um, they There is a metric that kind of looks at, at weird intangibles like that. Um, it's not just, hey, they, they lost to this team who is good or bad. They look at things like people being hurt and all of that. I think, you know, Alabama gets more credit for that win because Colin Sexton was not in the game. I think that helped Alabama. It it threw Auburn off in terms of who Bryce Brown was going to cover because you know all week he was practicing, practicing for Colin Sexton. It, it put – I mean, then you look at it, the petty kid over there – he made, what, eight or nine threes? He could not miss a three. Uh, I mean, that, there's a lot of things in that game that just were weird to Auburn. Nobody has shot the three like that against them. They were expecting to play their best player. They didn't get him, so it shuffled Alabama's lineup, which shuffled Auburn's. And it just Auburn was off from the beginning. But anyway, that was a very losable game to anybody, not just Auburn. But it was Auburn's second loss of the season. And these, these AP poll rankers – who are just dudes that sometimes watch basketball. I mean, some of them are like, you know, the sports guy in St. Louis and somebody, one of them's an actual beat reporter and, and things like that. They thought that was enough to drop Auburn too because in their brain they're going, yeah, Auburn's never been good at basketball. Here's their loss. Let's get them back down to where they belong. When you look at it, Auburn had two losses at the time. There were multiple teams that had five or six losses ahead of them. Um, so this, So they were at 19. This week they move up eight after beating Missouri and LSU, which eight is a ton. A lot of we we had one of my Twitter buddies, Josh, Josh Dub. He he's a huge barner like we are. Um, oh yeah. But he and he puts out some awesome stats and does awesome great uh, analysis of stats for football especially. Um, but he he his his point was basically we haven't. You know, we haven't been this high in a while. It's understandable that they're only going to jump us eight points. But you and I both argued that they shouldn't have had to jump eight points. Or if they did jump eight spots, 
They should have been jumping it from 14 or 15, and they should be number six or seven right now. Right? I mean, right. I mean, they, they, their idea was, hey, we were wrong, so we've got to move them back up, but we can't move them up too much, that kind of thing. And I argue this, and Warbloggle is a shtick. Sometimes I believe what I'm saying. Sometimes I'm just trying to rile people up. But in this, it's about half and half. I mean, yes, I get it. The rankings don't matter at all. But as long as they're ranking, I want Auburn to get a fair shake. As long as they're ranking, I want Auburn to be as high as possible. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to have some sort of consistency. I mean, going back to that Alabama loss in that same time frame, uh, you look at Ohio State, they barely beat Northwestern. They beat Minnesota. And that week they jumped from 22 to 13, up nine, beating no one. Auburn loses to uh, what was then a fringe tournament team, and you slide them back two. Yeah. That makes no sense. Right, and Northwestern and Minnesota were in, what, the 75 and 125 in the RPI at that point? Um, and then Something Alabama. Like Alabama's like, what, they've been around 35 to 38 the last few weeks. So, I mean, it wasn't a bad loss. Um, but, yeah, it's all about consistency. And it, I, I, I get it. I know it does not matter. It doesn't matter. All that matters is the seeding. But when you see Lunardi for ESPN and Jerry Palm for CBS, who I know for a fact, at least once or twice in the last two or three years, they have picked the 64 teams perfectly, almost to like almost putting them in the same region that the selection committee puts them in. Almost like they almost picked the bracket before it was out there. So when you've got guys like that who have right now have Auburn as a two seed in both, two times there's four brackets. Two times four is eight. They're saying that Auburn is a top eight team. But you've got these humans that, hey, Auburn hadn't been to the to the tournament since 2003, so we're, we're going to watch them a little, more, a little longer. They've got two losses. Yeah. Two losses. Go ahead, and punish, go ahead and punish these players on Auburn because they were five last time Auburn <laughs> went to the tournament. Exactly, exactly. I know you've got some, some notes over there about you know, these other teams that are ahead of Auburn. Um, <clears throat> Cincinnati, I know their strength of schedule is terrible. Go through what you had over there. Well, what I really went was um, there was, in the last two weeks, there's been five teams ranked in the top ten that have lost two games in a single week. Mm-hmm. And two weeks ago, Wichita State lost to SMU in Houston. Two terrible teams. Yeah. And after the rankings came out, they were still ranked above Auburn. They were ranked 17. Auburn was ranked 19. Uh, West Virginia is 1-3 in their last four games. Lost to Kansas, lost to TCU, and lost to Kentucky. Um, They have went from ranked number 6 to number 7, now number 15. Um, You're seeing these teams that are supposed to be good – and they're losing multiple games per week, and they're still being ranked higher than Auburn. You can't tell me that there's no bias against, okay, well, you know, these are Big 12 teams. These, these teams are great. Well, uh, sorry to say it, but Big 12 didn't look too good on Saturday. All right. I mean, Kentucky has been struggling. I mean, they've looked like a just kind of almost a middle, middle upper-tier SEC team recently, and they went on the road and beat West Virginia. Uh, I mean – South Carolina, 
probably kind of should have beat Texas Tech. That was a close game to the very end. Um, TCU lost to Vandy. Vandy's the worst team in the SEC. And, and TCU was ranked in the top ten recently. Uh, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I get it. I, Kansas, but, Kentucky, they're always going to get that, that extra nod. But there's a lot of stats there to help these people out, and it's like they're they're ignoring them. But here's the big one: is Texas Tech, mm-hmm. and I think you and I would both be fine if Auburn and Texas Tech were switched. That would put Auburn in the top ten. But you look at Texas Tech's last two weeks; they were ranked number eight on one fifteen. Then they go out and lose to a terrible Texas team mm-hmm. and a very down Iowa State team, and they get knocked down to fourteen. Well, then they come out and they beat a very down Oklahoma State team yeah. and a decent a decent South Carolina team, and then they jump up to number 10. You can't tell me that those last two weeks have been better than Auburn's last two weeks. So they, they beat the – fire... They only beat South Carolina. They beat Oklahoma State and South Carolina this last week. Yes. Okay. Yes, and they are both down years for what's expected of – I guess it's weird – saying what's expected of South Carolina because they were very good last year. Right. And they may make the tournament this year, but... I feel like Auburn is a little bit of South Carolina this year, but what they were last year. Because South Carolina has been pretty bad in basketball, too. I mean, they've had a few years where they're better than Auburn, but I remember a few years where that was the la- they were the last two teams in the SEC. And they just, out of, out of nowhere, Frank Martin had them in the Final Four, which... Probably was a little bit luck and fluky, but still, it's hard to get there. Um, especially, oh yeah. But they had you got to get hot at the right time. Yeah, I mean, did they had two stud guys last but year? They're no longer there. Is Texas Tech's basketball program that much better than Auburn's? Well, I mean, Auburn. they've they haven't they haven't been terrible, but you know they hired Bob Knight and then they hired uh, what was that guy? Coach of Kentucky, Tubby went to Minnesota for a while. Tubby, Tubby Smith. Smith. They had good coaches there. Yeah, but well, Auburn beat them last year. Oh yeah, <laughs> Auburn beat TCU as well and Oklahoma, um, and that was a barely above five hundred Auburn team. Um, it, it's it's all about name, but I, at this point, I thought it would be enough. Like I I understood when Auburn was only twenty four. I understood it with one loss. I understood it when Auburn was only seventeen. But then dropping them 19 just screamed, oh, here they are. Here's the team we know because they lost by five points to Alabama on the road. Um, and then, you know, uh, this week is a huge jump. I mean, eight, point, eight spots is a lot. But it you there's these unwritten – I said this on Twitter today. There's these unwritten rules of polls. It's in football. It's in everything. It's like, okay, you lost. You've got to drop five spots. Okay. You may, you had a big win. We'll jump you up a lot, but we're not going to be we're not going to do more than twelve, stuff like that. I know you just beat so and so, but they were number two and you were number twenty four, so you can't possibly pass them, even though you've just beat them, stuff like that. And that's exactly what's going on here. It's we'll we'll admit there was a little bit of a mistake on where we were last week, but not enough to move you into the top ten where every single metric has you, and it's it's a lot about. It's there. There is no comparison going on. That a ranking is a is a ranking. You should go. All right. This is the number one team. I see them losing to nobody, or at least less than anybody, and then go down and down and down. But these people are just throwing them in there. 
hey, they won two on the road, we'll throw them up seven. So, again, anybody listening to this, Bammers on Twitter, Barners that want to hold back, I get it. It does not matter. I know it doesn't matter. None of this matters, really. It's sports. But it does not matter that what the rankings are. All that matters is Auburn keeps on winning and they get a good seed. But does does Kentucky, or I guess they dropped out, but does Kansas, does Purdue, do they have to keep on winning to stay in the top ten? No. If Purdue loses this week, they won yesterday, but if they lose Wednesday, I guess, when they play, will they drop out of the top ten? No. They won't because people have already had their mind made up. They've been there. They've done that. Auburn is having to prove themselves for teams that are not playing this year. So, If you want to go off of what, how a team is playing in a given year, Auburn is definitely playing above how they have been in the past, which is great. But a team like Kansas, who has lost Bill Self, since Bill Self has been at Kansas, he has more conference championships than he does home losses. <laughs> but this year, he has more home losses than Auburn has total losses. Yeah. And who were those? Do you know? Oh, uh, Washington, Arizona State, and Texas Tech. And Arizona so State Washington. is not that great, are they? I know Arizona's a good. I... Arizona State was like up to number two at one point. That's right. Uh, right That's after right. they That's beat right. Kansas, but then they've fallen off since they got into conference play. That's right. You know. The Pac-12 is like any other conference in any other sport. It's like the Pac-12 football. It's just yeah. not good. Yeah. I, I, and another thing, I, I get in a lot of fights. I mean, it's not a fight. People argue with me on Twitter just because I say whatever, whatever I think. And I'm a, I'm a homer. I know it. I, I will say it admittedly. I, but I, I have logic behind what I say. I'm not just going to go out there and say dumb things. Some people just don't want to hear the logic and just decide that it's homerism, blind homerism. But when when your argument back to me is, do you think Auburn would beat Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, Purdue, Villanova, Virginia? Do you can you say they would lose to them right now? I mean, I think Auburn matches I'm... up great with Virginia. Villanova's strength of schedule is not that great. They have one loss. Auburn has two. I mean, yes, those are blue bloods, and and we're used to them winning, but. Can you say that Auburn, if they played like they did against LSU, they would not beat every one of those teams? Or most I think, of them? I think they'd win every one of them. Uh, the only one that gives me any concern is Virginia with their defense. I mean, they held yeah. Clemson to 39 points. That's true, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's – I think this team, again, going back to strength of schedule, it was in almost 100, I want to say, in the middle of December or early December. And that was understood. I mean, Murray State, they're typically a, a, a tournament team, went on the road and beat them. That's more impressive than what a strength of schedule looks like to me, As, at least for this for an Auburn team that has not been there. But now they have Auburn has grown and gotten better and gotten better and gotten better and beaten teams on the road, beat Tennessee. Everybody loves Tennessee. The RPI loves Tennessee. They're just a few points behind Auburn. They've got five losses. Mm-hmm. And Auburn went on the road and beat, beat them on the road by 10. They went on the road and beat Missouri, which is a tough place to play, and Missouri's still a good team. I mean, again, the only road game they've lost is Alabama, and it was the weirdest, worst game Auburn's played all season. So right. it, it's – we've got 
people on I, I get Auburn fans they want to be reserved there and those are the people who always come after me for some reason but they want to be reserved because they've been there and done that and believe me I've been to almost every Auburn home game since 2000 and I've, I've been there I have seen huge crowds be pumped and be let down I have seen you know iron iron bowl iron ball whatever you want to call it be the biggest game in the world and Auburn lay an egg I've, I've been there I've seen it I yell at the TV more against Auburn basketball than anything in any sport there is. I've, I've been bad at them. I've, I've hated it. I get it. But I think we're to the point right now, and Auburn still has some definitely losable games on, on as we go on. But I think we're to the point right now, you can say Auburn is a top 10 team and be okay with saying that and not just saying, yeah, but our strength of schedule or, yeah, do you think we'd beat Villanova? It doesn't matter. Look at what they've done. Look at the strength of schedule, the RPI of everybody else. Rank those. Don't just think about what Auburn used to be. And and I think you'll you you would logically say yes, Auburn is a top ten, eight team. So, if college sports are a what have you done for me now? Yeah. Atmosphere. Well, Auburn has not lost, and they have been <laughs> explosive, and they have gone down. And they have had fifty point halves in what half of their SEC games. Right. And you know the only thing that's doing is giving this team confidence. See, right now this is th- these rankings are for you and me to talk about, and everyone on Twitter to talk about. But I, I don't think Bruce Pearl has Twitter up in in the locker room right now. He's saying, guys, listen, g- just just give us a shot in the tournament. All we're doing right now is gaining this confidence, and all we're doing right now is we're going to make it very hard for a team to beat us in the tournament because even if we get down by 20, we know we can come back because we've done it how many times this season. I mean, yeah, if you want to make an argument against Auburn is that they have gotten down double digits in a lot of games. But a lot of times it's adjusting to the defense in the first half, and then they come out and just kill them. I mean, that makes a good team too. It's it's a It's a two-half game. Not every team is going to be hot every minute of the game. And a lot of teams are playing Auburn right now going, we know that y'all are trash and y'all have been trash. We're going to show you. And so they come out firing, and, they, and they're good. And then the second half, they just get worn down. This team is like a, a Gus Malzahn offense, really. They wear you down, and in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. they're usually running all over you, typically. Mm-hmm. So, Well, when you're, when you're sitting on top of the rankings and on top of the SEC standings, you got that big target on your back. So Exactly. Exactly. Which Auburn is number one in the SEC in basketball at the end of January, which is amazing to say. Um, but yeah, I, that I, just real quick back to the Alabama game. I mean, if I saw a game on the schedule, I would say they would lose that game. Just at Alabama, they were going to Alabama was going to play like it was their Super Bowl, and Auburn had their streak going. You know, that was what fourteen or fifteen straight at the time. It was just a perfect setup for Auburn to lose. And oh yeah, and, and what happens if in a couple of weeks when Alabama comes to Auburn and Auburn beats them by thirty? Right. What are we going to say then? I mean, if you think about the 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 crowds that Auburn has been having, unless Auburn loses the rest of their games until the Alabama game, which is still like seven more games, the crowds Auburn's been having, mixed with the Iron Bowl trophy presentation at halftime. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be that, that's right. Auburn beat Alabama in football this year. Yeah. We, yeah, it's amazing. We'll talk about that in just a second. All right, so I wanted to go real quick through the rest of Auburn's schedule, and let's just give a 
one sentence thought on each one and maybe what we think who will win or lose there's about 10 more so real quick we've got at all miss which by the time you're listening to this if you are listening to it when we release it it will be tonight at eight o'clock central at all miss what do you think uh Ole miss got that tough defense i think auburn pulls away late i mean yeah they they shut down auburn that was kind of the first time we saw Auburn really get shut down in that little stretch where they kind of struggled and had to come back at Ole Miss is a tough place to play I didn't realize they were their record is 11 and 10 so I, I thought they were better than that they did beat Alabama last week in Ole Miss or in Oxford but right now I don't think they're going to beat Auburn Auburn is too hot right now okay I saw someone on Twitter say it was like five years to the day when Marshall Henderson jumped up on the scoreboard yes. and was showing his jersey, yes. like greatest moment in sports, and it's just like, okay, Ole Miss, that can be your greatest moment in sports. Exactly. exactly. That says everything about your school. That was Bunky Perkins, but yes, yes, exactly. Um, all right, then next is Vanderbilt in Auburn. I'm kind of mad that we don't get Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt this year because they're terrible. I mean, they're at the bottom of the SEC. We're at the top, and I want to beat them in that gimmick arena that they have I hate that place I, we haven't beaten them there in 100 years but we have to play them at Auburn this year we still haven't beaten Vanderbilt in probably 10 years it's been a long time I think they're going to kill them 20 or 30 points yeah uh, Vanderbilt tough defense uh, 71.8 points per game and their offense is terrible though 71.3 ranks 224th I think Auburn is lights out and rolls away yep all right, next, Texas A&M at Auburn as well. We finally get two in a row at Auburn, which I think is the only time that happens in the SEC schedule. No, we got Arkansas to Ole Miss. But, yes, uh, Texas A&M supposedly going to make a run in the tournament. The most talented team in the SEC, yet what? They have two SEC wins, three maybe. Uh, I think, again, they, they have not proven to me that they can beat most teams in the SEC, so they can't beat Auburn. Yeah, uh, Texas A&M and their history are like 1-34 in against top five teams. Auburn's going to be ranked in the top five that game, and they'll, they'll run away with it. Should. They should be. <laughs> uh, next is at Georgia. What do you think? I think that's a win. Uh, I think it's another tough one, but I think it's a win. Yeah, I mean, they're they're going to be – they were beating us, what, by 16 at halftime, 14 at, by half, at halftime a few weeks ago. Auburn came back and won by 14. At Georgia, I, I hate road games in this. I could see Auburn losing every road game. As good as they're playing, that's just how I am. I could see them losing every road game. It's tough to win in basketball on the road. Um, but I'm going to pick the win. Well, that Georgia, that first half of Georgia was Alabama's whole game against Auburn. You yeah. know, they couldn't, they couldn't miss. And then right. they could. Yep. All right, then the next one is the usual biggie, Valentine's Night, Auburn hosts Kentucky at 8 o'clock. It'll be a late night. Probably be a big game on TV. Um, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a big one for Auburn. I think they'll win it. Um, Kentucky's freshman heavy. They, they've had a, they haven't had a senior score a point this year. Wow. Um, and like you said about Auburn Arena, I think uh, I think they run away. Good. So right now we're big homers and we're five and zero for the rest so far. <laughs> We've got uh, five more to go. So 
I think this is a tough one right here. Could be a tough one. At South Carolina, I remember last year I was at Disney World eating it under the sea uh, restaurant, whatever it was in Epcot, and looked at my phone and Auburn was lo was losing by thirty at South Carolina. This year, Auburn's a lot better than South Carolina, or is better than South Carolina. South Carolina, as we saw this past weekend, uh, I'm saying it like the old ball coach, South Carolina. Uh, they lost at on, at home to Texas Texas Tech, so. I don't know. Probably the same situation, same setup. Uh, I think Auburn will avenge that loss from last year. It won't be a 30-point avenging, but probably somewhere in the 10 to 12 range. Yeah, this South Carolina team lost to Tennessee at home 70-63. Uh, yeah. uh, I think Auburn goes in there and wins. All right, the next one is a big one. Alabama, as we said a, a minute ago, uh, it will be – not that, not that we're just a football school, and we're just saying this because we care about football. But Auburn beat Alabama in football, so they will be bringing not the SGA president that was there when Auburn lost the game, but some sort of SGA president or uh, interim president will be bringing the ODK Foy Sportsmanship Trophy to Auburn Arena, and will sing the fight song uh, to Gus and everyone. That atmosphere is going to be insane. It's going to be 8.30 p.m., 7.30 p.m. tip-off. It'll be massive, loud, humongous. I might tailgate for it. Auburn's going to win by a lot. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, old boy hits eight threes again. <laughs> uh, if Colin Sexton plays, uh, I, I, I don't think he's going to handle the stadium. It's just going to be too loud. Yep. All right, next to him, just, I'm going to combine – to save time, and they're kind of at the same caliber, I'd say, at Florida, at Arkansas. Both of those scare me. We haven't lost – we haven't beaten Florida in at Florida since probably 2000, my senior year of high school. Uh, they are kind of getting hot. They're one game behind – I mean, they are hot. They're, they're one game behind uh, Auburn in the SEC standings. They beat Kentucky at Kentucky. They're playing really good. They've got a great point guard. I think that could be the game Auburn loses. I'm not going to say Auburn's going to lose because I don't say that, but that could be the game Auburn loses. Yeah, uh, Florida has potential SEC player of the year. Um, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, same with Arkansas. Arkansas is a different team at home. Uh, I think those two are potential roadblocks. Yes, I didn't but, mention Arkansas. We beat Arkansas at Bud Walton Arena. I think last year was the first time we'd beaten them there in 20 years or something. It might have been the year before. Auburn was beating them by almost 20 at home earlier this season, and they kind of chipped away and chipped away. But then they lost to Mississippi State, and then they they beat – I can't remember who they beat. They beat someone pretty decent in the SEC. They've kind of been up and down. They're still considered one of the top teams in the SEC. Um I'm not going to say they're going to lose two in a row, so if I say Auburn could lose at Florida, they'll win Arkansas. I'll say they'll go one and one in those two, um, just because. The 99 team, Auburn's best team ever up until this point, um, they lost a late game on the road, and it really didn't matter because they had already locked up a number one seed, so I have a feeling it's going to be the same. Uh, and then just last real quick, to end the season, South Carolina in Auburn, we everything will be at a fever pitch. Everybody will be pumped. Auburn will be a number one seed in the SEC tournament. This game won't matter. The white caboose will play the entire second half. 
<laughs> and Auburn will win by 17 points. Yeah. Uh, you kind of hope, I say you kind of hope for a loss, but, you know, if you get one of those losses to Florida or Arkansas, you hope that Bruce is able to uh, kind of straighten them up for the SEC tournament and the uh, NCAA tournament. Should Auburn lose either of those two games, I think they'll come out firing against South Carolina ready for the SEC tournament as a one seed because they'll win the regular season. They, if they keep going, I can't wait for Auburn to win the SEC regular season championship, mainly because that is a thing. In baseball and basketball, you get a trophy for being the regular season champion. And in football, who was the SEC regular season champion this year? Auburn. But nobody acts like that's a thing. Not that I, I think Auburn is the champion because I know we have the SEC championship ter- game in football, but that would be just kind of a fun thing to throw back at people. Hey, we're the regular season champion in baseball, oh, yeah. basketball and football. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, we think Auburn might lose one game the rest of the way. So, they'd be 9-1 and one the rest of the way. What would that make them? 28-3? and three? Is that right? They're 19-2 and two now? Pretty good season. Pretty good. Yeah. The 99 team went 29-4. and four. That was with a win in the SEC tournament and a loss in the SEC tournament to Kentucky. So that's about where we are now. Um, it sounds crazy. I don't want to get overconfident, but this team is making me overconfident. Um, real quick, we've been at this 41 minutes. That's a pretty good amount. But real quick, uh, I want to talk about something just for a second that has kind of popped up on Twitter just recently, the last two or three days. As you know, Auburn beat Alabama in football. I'm not sure if y'all knew that. Auburn beat Alabama in the regular season in the Iron Bowl in a top 10 matchup. Was it top five, top 10, somewhere in their matchup? Beat the number one team named Alabama by a lot. And after that, Alabama did nothing but sit there and got put in into the playoffs, having lost their last game and not winning a championship of any kind. After that, Auburn went and played in the Peach Bowl. It was kind of meaningless. It was 11.30 in the morning. Central Florida is playing their Super Bowl. Uh, haven't lost a game. Auburn still probably should have won the game, but didn't. Lost by a touchdown with a chance at the end. And Central Florida has decided to call themselves national champions. While I think it's funny to kind of poke fun at Alabama, at first I thought it was just kind of funny. Then it kind of irked me because we all know that Central Florida would not win anything in the SEC. If Auburn played Central Florida in the regular season, they would have beat them by two touchdowns. It was just a bowl game at 1130 without your best defensive back and, and all that. Just just a perfect setup for Central Florida, really. But, you know, Alabama claims every national championship under the sun. Why doesn't Central Florida, who beat Auburn, who beat Alabama, get to cha- get to claim theirs? I mean, it's a little bit of a stretch, but it's less of a stretch than Alabama has. But recently, the last two or three days, a bunch of Alabama players, Isaiah Bugs, uh, to name one, two or three others I saw today. Um, well, the reason they're, they've been speaking out on Twitter is because yesterday at the, the Pro Bowl in Orlando, they announced Central Florida as the national champions, and they came out on the field, which I don't get at all. That's when I kind of was like, okay, seriously, kind of getting that go away little kid kind of mentality i don't know why they did it did that so they all started posting pictures wearing national championship shirts and all this kind of stuff 
And so a bunch of Alabama players stepped out and was like, show me the trophy, or why don't y'all schedule Alabama? Well, I pointed out on Twitter, they did schedule Alabama back in 2000, and Central Florida beat Alabama just on homecoming. So it's happened before, but um, I, I just – Alabama is known. The biggest Alabama homers, Hunter L. Johnson on Twitter, the biggest ones will tell you that Alabama does not have 17 national championships. Some of them will admit that years like 1941 should not count, but, oh, they've got other ones that should count. Those are the ones that are semi-sane. But most of them will tell you that they don't have 17 national championships because they've made them up. Back in the early 90s, they made them up. They added some. They they laugh at Alabama. They laugh at Auburn for for jokingly semi-claiming a Golf Digest national championship. But this is exactly what they're doing. 2004, oh, yeah. the Golf Digest national champions. I don't know why Golf Digest is handing those out, but if you look back in 1941 or whatever, you've got just like a guy who has a magazine before the bowl games are going, yeah, Alabama's national champion. Alabama was third in the SEC, had two or three losses in 1941, and they claim a national championship. So now... Like this year. Exactly. Now, they're getting on UCF. While I admit it's childish, stupid, it's like a Division Two team. They're better than a Division Two team. But it's like a Division Two team just going, hey, we won all our games. We're the national champions. They're doing exactly what you're doing and actually probably have a little more case than you do. I mean, am I right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I just – I think it's hilarious that, you know, one that they're doing. I love every bit of it, honestly. Um, I think it's – uh, I think it's just kind of what people need to see to see how Alabama fans really are. Yeah. You know, this team is making up a national championship. Well, I mean, look at Alabama. Look at how many they've made up. Look at how many they have won in the past five years that they didn't deserve to go to because they weren't the second best team in their conference, in their division. Exactly. And, I mean, I think it's, I think it's funny. Uh, troll, I say troll on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I don't want to get into this whole. I I had a podcast idea a few weeks ago where I was just going to go through all the reasons of how stupid it is, but it's pretty simple logic. I if you are not the best team out of seven teams, Alabama was not the best team out of seven teams in their division. How can you be the best team out of a hundred and twenty? It is it is mathematically impossible. I know this is the system we have, but that doesn't mean you're the best team. Alabama was not the best team this year. Alabama won the national championship playoff. They are the playoff champions. And while that might not take any skin off their back, they might be happy with that. But if you if you come at Auburn fans, if you come at Central Florida fans and try to say, Oh, the Iron Bowl didn't matter, we're the best, obviously you're not the best. You just happened to win a little four-team tournament you were put in at the end of the season. Yeah. I, I tweeted if this. They, if they won the college football playoff and they won the AP, that's two national championships this year alone. Right. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, I could go on forever about that, but I don't I don't want to get into it. I don't. My first podcast back, I don't want to talk about Alabama too much. But did y'all know that Alabama lost to Auburn in the Iron Bowl? Did y'all know that? Um I want to get into it. I it wasn't wanted, even close. It wasn't close at all. I wanted to get into baseball real quick, but 
I, I don't think we have a ton of time, but I just want to say baseball should be ranked, but they're not. They've got pretty much the exact <laughs> same team coming back besides they're missing Daniel Robert in the outfield slash first base slash pitcher. They're missing the center fielder. Can't think of his name right now. But they've got almost the entire infield. They have the best pitcher in baseball, not ranked. I know they started off hot. They swept Florida, who won the national championship last year. That's a, that's a good fact that I did not have not posted yet. They swept Florida, who went on to win the national championship, and they beat Alabama, who went on to win the national championship. That's crazy. Anyway, so they were hot at the beginning of last year, kind of fell off, went to a regional, was an out away from beating, beating Florida State, and would have gone to a super regional and hosted Sam Houston State. This team was basically one out from going to the College World Series. And this year they've got 80 90% of that coming back. Next week, maybe we can uh, have AUPPL to talk about baseball because it's starting in about two weeks. Uh, but, um, you know, I'm a big baseball guy. That's what I played. I love going out there. I love seeing Auburn finally competitive at baseball again. But maybe we should beat Alabama in baseball because we haven't done that in a while for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. We'll win that Capital City Classic like it's nobody's business. But when we play them in the, in the season – we we can't beat them. They were the worst team in the SEC last year, and at the time we were in the top two or three, and lost. So, anyway, um, all right. I think that's I think that's a good night podcast. Back. Did you have any other thoughts or considerations? That's it. All Until right. next time. Until next time, when Auburn will be ranked in the top ten after beating Ole Miss and Vandy this coming up week. Uh, Albert Einstein, I appreciate it. Thanks for the knowledge. Thanks for the backing me up on the rankings. Um, we'll try to do it again next week if we can carve out some time. War Eagle.